Welcome to Ops Photography and Publication Services. This episode's called The Secret Lands. If you haven't done so already, you can purchase the photo magazine on my website, opsphotography.com. Select the tab, Books and Magazines. It was a Sunday morning, about 6.30. I'm in a mom and pop's restaurant. Just finished my bacon and eggs with raw onion. And now I'm sipping on some black coffee. A gentleman across the room started to approach my table, about six foot tall, white silky, long hair, aged, weathered, about 200 pounds, and he comes over and asked if he can join me. I'm open for hospitality, especially in today's age. And so I nodded and he sat down and I picked up my coffee mug and took another sip or two. And he goes, can I tell you a story? And of course, Sunday morning, sun coming up. Why not, right? Everyone enjoys the story. So I said, sure. And he goes, well, this story is special. And I know you're a photographer and writer. And I would like to share this with you. And I said, sure. And the first words out of his mouth were, have you ever heard of the secret lands? And of course, I shook my head no, and I said, uh, elaborate. And he said, well, sit back and sip on your coffee. I'll tell you the whole story. And that's what I did. I picked up my coffee mug, took a couple more sips, and the gentleman told me a story about the secret lands about 10 miles out of Philadelphia in the suburban area where he said ghost warriors live where they meet where they consult among peers and he said it's a place where no one will ever travel it's always by water and the ghost warriors are selected by government officials which never meet the ghost of warrior and the ghost of warrior never meets them how they're chosen how they're picked I've yet to find out but ghost of warriors are those that protect freedom should it fall If you have my magazine, you can see that there's photos of a place where I suspect to be ghosted land. And pretty disturbing. Didn't know really what what it was. But I'll tell you and try to describe what I've seen. 
but there's nothing I heard. The ghosts and lands where I traveled to was deep in the woods, a quarter mile from a reservoir. Muddy, damp. And we spent a whole day that Sunday searching the woods. And I found an A-frame, an old wooden A-frame roof that only stood three feet off the ground with a hatch. Now there was a hasp on the door that was brand new. Which was odd, because the A-frame seemed weathered, old, moldy, and how the new latch got on there, this doesn't doesn't appear. So I knew somehow, some way, someone was out there fixing it up. So I decided to look around. I scouted around the area just to make sure there was no one around. And I went back to the A-frame and I opened the door. And when I opened the door, I was shocked. I saw a stairwell that led down. A stairwell that spiraled down into the dark. Now, this is very unusual, right? So, I closed the door and I stood right out in front of it, looking around, contemplating. I'm by myself. No one's around. Should I go down? Or should I go back and grab some friends and then go down? But I couldn't take the chance that someone might have saw me and then lock it. And so I made a quick decision. I unlocked the hatch and proceeded down the spiral staircase. I used my phone as a flashlight, had my camera with me, and when I went down to the first level, it was damp, cold, old wooden planks, there was hay everywhere, floorboards were squeaking, holes in the floor, water stains from leaking, rain. It was just a real eerie feeling. String of lights that were nailed to the beams above me. And then I saw a trap door. I opened the trap door on the floor. Nothing but darkness. I looked around. And I saw another vertical door. 
really made by slats of wood that you could see through. And I opened that, and it was a straight down stairwell that led again into darkness. So there was a second level underneath the first level, and we're already underground, probably about 20 feet. And so I wasn't sure if I should proceed. Because now I'm going down further. Floorboards are weak. And at this point, I said, I'm committed. I'm going to go do it. And I took my first step. And I felt the first step spring give a little bit downward and... So I took my time going down the steps. It was about 10 steps. And I entered another wooden floor. And at that point, I looked around. And I saw a chair in the middle of a room. And underneath that chair was damp and red. Not sure if it was blood. Not sure if it was some type of mold or stain or but a chair in the middle of a wooden makeshift room just didn't seem right so I looked around and saw a hole in the wall wooden two by fours there was a square hole it's about four feet off the ground and I shined my light through it and it was another room now why would you want to crawl through a hole into another room instead of having a door I don't know but I looked around some more in the room the second floor I went over to the chair shined my light and it was definitely reddish color, dried. Weird thing is I didn't see any footprints anywhere. But then I decided to crawl through the hole to the adjacent room. And it took me a little bit because it was kind of awkward. It was a man-made square, again, four feet from the floorboards. So I had to shuffle my way through. It was about three feet deep to get to the other side. So I had to crawl a little bit. So I fell down when I got to the other side because it's four feet off the ground. And as I fell, the boards were kind of springy. And I looked around that room and there was hay all over the floor covered just hay and there was bundles of hay about three four bundles and I just looked around the room and there was sickles I mean old probably 30 40 years old maybe more there was rope there was shovels There were 
um, look like flagpoles or stanchions. Couldn't make them out. I'm not sure what it was. And it was just an empty room. Square. Cold. Damp. And my light, you could see the particles of hay floating in the air. Couldn't really see that far of a distance. Because the room was 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 pretty big and you gotta remember I'm already two floors underground and uh, again stains everywhere from rainwater leaking through mold and so I went crawled back through the hole to the again back to the second floor room and I was walking there was another trap door with a little string of rope. So I tugged on the rope a couple times, trap door finally opened, and I shined my light down, no stairs, nothing to climb down, and you couldn't see the bottom. So I decided this is it. I went back up the stairwell, the spiral case, went outside, shut the door took several deep breaths to get some clean air I looked around and I saw a fox just staring at me fox appeared from nowhere just staring at me didn't move his eyes were just black as black never saw a fox with black deep black eyes like this it was it was an eerie feeling and I decided to turn around into a circle just to see if anyone was around and as I came back around the complete circle the fox is still staring at me and it was very unusual for a fox to make any contact with humans they're pretty skittish animals and so I started to head back to my car which was about 200 feet away it wasn't that far but I had to get through the brush it's on the other side of the brush and shrubs and trees so I started to walk towards the path that I made and the fox started following me. I moved. He took two, three, you know, advances towards me. And I knew I wasn't in a good situation. Just far enough from my car that he could probably catch me. And if he did catch me, wrestle with him. but be hurt definitely and probably 10 miles from any 15 miles from any hospital so all this calculation you know you have to consider and so I just kept moving forward 
he kept following me. And this time he got a little closer, a little more advanced towards me. So I knew this was an odd situation. It wasn't a normal encounter. And I noticed the fox start circling the A-frame. He started going into a circle. He did that about three times. And I was curious. I don't, you know, I'm still standing there. Why? Eh, curiosity. Right? And so... I look at him. And he's sitting... On his... You know, sitting down. And... He's right by the A-frame. And he's still staring at me. So I said to myself, okay, time to keep moving forward to the car. And I entered the brush line. The shrub, the wooded shrubs and the trees. And I broke through. I made a new path because I couldn't find the old one because of the fox kind of startled me so I kind of lost it but I knew the general direction and I went into the woods breaking branches getting cut on the hand back of my neck a couple of my face scratches from the twigs and here I finally get to a clearing I see my car about 50 feet away and I started going towards it taking my time and as I did that I saw a fox to my right and a fox to my left now what's the chances of that happening is very odd very very rare and so I kept moving to my car the foxes both of them to my right and left started advancing towards me and I stopped because I knew they got four legs I got two and they're going to be a lot faster now I got two foxes actually three one behind me and I got my car in front of me probably this point 40 yards away or 40 feet away and I could probably dash for it but then I got to unlock it so that's the problem my thought was jumping on top of the hood, but foxes jump too. So, if they're aggressive enough, they definitely would probably meet me on top of the hood at some point. So, I stood there. The foxes stood there. And it was a probability situation what's my probability of making it to the car with my key in my hand put it in the lock unlock the door before they get to me because they were only probably 40 feet away 30 but with four legs they can close in pretty quickly and aggressively and to fight two foxes and probably the third one on its way 
um, the odds just weren't really good for me. So I walked carefully, continued to walk carefully towards my car. They didn't move. Walked a couple more feet. The foxes didn't move. And then all of a sudden, I look to my right. I see the one fox circling. I look to my left. The other fox was pacing along the tree line. Back and forth, back and forth. And I kept walking to my car. Stuck the key in my door lock. Opened the car door. Got in it real quick. Shut the door and locked it. Why locking it? I don't know. They can't open doors the last I know. But just something that you do. So I sat in my car and I watched these foxes. And the one just started circling. And the circle got a little bit more larger and he kept circling and got a little bit more larger in the circle and he just kept expanding the circle and the one to the left was just walking you know striding up and down the tree line you go about 20 feet turn around go back 20 feet turn around kept doing that And then I turn my head, I start the car, right? Turn my head, look out the front windshield. And there was the third fox standing there watching me. And it was a pretty eerie feeling. What was going on, I have no idea. I start the car, put it in drive, and I went down the dirt road slow and the fox took us sat on his hind legs and watched me leave so he kept driving and I looked in my rear view mirror to see if I could see the foxes leave or they were still there and then I saw from a distance two headlights couldn't make out if it was a car or truck or van but two bright headlights and then I started to give a little more gas speed up a little bit and those lights seemed to get closer and closer in my rear view mirror so another mile down the road mile and a half I got onto asphalt roadway made my right backtracked from where I came gunned it about two, three miles down the road come to a stop sign four way intersection desolate, no one around I stop at the stop sign, I look back and the headlights are right on my rear bumper it was an old truck couldn't make out who was in it and now I'm in the middle of nowhere on an old asphalt roadway, four-way intersection, I decided to go straight, which I should have made a left instead of going straight, but I decided to go straight. 
he stopped at the stop sign and continued to follow me. And for another mile and a half, finally came into a small town, suburbial town, at a traffic light and a major highway at that traffic light. So I decided to make a left. The truck made a right. So I pulled to the nearest open business and um, I pulled in to a parking stall and just sat there for about 20 minutes. You know, the strange thing is, is did the gentleman set me up or was this really the secret lands? Was this really the ghost of warrior? Maybe in the truck? I don't know. But a few months passed and I checked my email and I get this email from nowhere, no subject line, and it says, you shouldn't go where you're not welcome. You shouldn't travel where you don't know your destination. And it said, never again with the initials GW. Now, the weird thing is, I never told any the gentleman that told me this story who I was, what my business I do. Nothing on my car that says ops photography. So someone did their homework, maybe. I don't know. But I hope you enjoy the magazine, The Secret Lands, and get a little better understanding of what you're looking at and what you're seeing. And I'll touch more about the Secret Lands coming up shortly. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.